Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, dude, fall is here. The Giants are 2-0. We're wearing white Monday night, making Dallas wear blue. And we have a pivotal matchup with the Dallas Cowboys. Like, where else would you rather be right now than than New Jersey, New York, or or this area, dude? I mean, it's it feels pretty good. Um, I, I think it's the weather turning a little bit to make it feel more like football season. Yeah, but our, our, our boys are two and zero, and this is going to be a this is going to be a, an important game for them already, man. Yeah, man. You know, facing a backup quarterback who's not bad. You know, we'll get into him. It's not not like he's a tomato, Cooper Rush, but yeah. still, it's not Dak Prescott who's killed the Giants. You know, he's facing a backup quarterback, and and you look at the game, you look at the matchups. You know, it's obviously. Uh, you know, very difficult. It's going to be a, a very tough game, especially the Cowboys coming off a big win. But, you, you know, you, it's not a game you look going into Monday night and saying, oh, yeah, we're going to get smoked. You know, it's a game and, you, and, and you're saying, wow, you know, this is going to be all white out game, the white the uniforms. I think a lot of people are going to wear white. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you what, Jerry, not to get off the subject, but uh, you know what? Just quickly, I love the Giants. I love the, the ones they're going to wear, the helmets. With the oh, Giants on, you know, it's I, not even close. I, I thank you. I was I was at practice the other day and they were wearing them, and I was like, oh man, this, these are so much nicer than ones. Anyway, we'll get to that Chris, a little real bit. Real quick, so. real quick, proud parent moment. My daughter is coming home from college to get a white jersey to go back to school because she's going to the game Monday night. Oh, she's Driving going home Monday. Okay, she's cool. going to drive home to get a get a white jersey because she's like, gotcha. oh no, it's a white out. I'm getting a white yeah. jersey. So yeah, I yeah. think a lot of a lot of people are going to wear white, man. Yeah, you know. Um, a lot of you know guys, guys like McKinney and stuff. They're asking for it, and and, uh, yep. and so it's going to be. Look, it's the whole, uh, it's the Giants' whole. Uh, the Ring of Honor inductees are going in Monday night. Yep. It's yep. Um, obviously the only game on its on on the schedule. The whole nation will be watching, and yep. the Giants are two and zero. Oh, and I, I'm sure the nation is like, how the hell are these guys two and zero? Oh, you know. <laughs> Right, uh, and I'm sure you know. I think a lot of people look at it on the other on the other end. A lot, a lot of people look at it. How the hell did the Cowboys beat the Bengals last week? So what the hell did they got with Cooper yeah, Rush? You know, right. So it's going to be a really interesting one, bro. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a tough, low scoring game, and like the last few weeks could go either way. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll get into a little bit more as we move along in the podcast. You know about maybe some of the things we feel the Giants need to do. And like that, but I expect a real tough one, man. You know, uh, you you kind of get that feeling, Jerry, that with every game the Giants will probably be in because of Wink. Yes. You know, uh, like you just get that feeling that Wink's defense, and now what it looks like Aziz oh. and Thibodeau are going to yeah, be boy. playing. Yeah. You just get that feeling. Okay, you know what? I'm not feeling too good offensively about this guy, Daniel and receivers and you know but i think wink aka the tank commander will keep us in games you know yes. and, and i think that's something you're going to see monday night again you know yeah. i think it's gonna be a tough 20 to 17 type game yep. and what could winks guys do will they get the big stop will they get the big sack turnovers which i think they're going to need a couple in this one so i mean that's the, it's going to be exciting it's gonna be a fall night it's gonna be pretty chilly um, you know, I heard a, I heard a Giants fan the other day say, "Can't we ever win by more than ten points?" And I thought, I don't care at this point if we win by half a point on a right. technicality. Like we haven't been two and zero in forever. But I, I agree with you, dude. I think it's going to be a, a close game. It's going to be a nail biter. Uh, and look, like you said, we'll get into this, but it's a great point on Martindale. Um, it, it's so much fun to watch, and he's so aggressive, and he's got these guys like pumped about like playing like Darnay Holmes reaction the other day running over to the sidelines you know right to right to the tank commander as you call him I love it, it <laughs> it's it feels so good right now I love what they love what he's doing love the not just the scheme but the vibe he brings as well I think that's just as important on defense man yeah you, t- you always you know you always take the attitude of your coach bro you know yep. you know your, your unit is going to reflect what you are you know, and the Giants are reflecting that defensively. Like, hey, we don't give a shit. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna dictate to you. Yeah. Nobody can push us around. Uh, we're gonna show you all different look. And look, Jerry, uh, you saw my tweets through, during OTAs and training camp. Like, wow, I can't believe the creativity Wink has at times. Well, right. for, for for you know, for obviously 
99.9% of the people, you know, don't know what the hell I was talking about. So they actually start seeing it in regular season games. And now you're seeing it. Yeah. Julian Loves, McKinney's, who's playing where? It doesn't matter if you're a safety. You might be down as a hybrid linebacker for 50 yeah. plays. Right. You know, uh, what, what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to go, we're going to go man here, cover one. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, depending on what you show in offensive, what you bring offensively, we're gonna change everything around. Right. We're gonna send guys from the slot. You know, uh, we're gonna, you know, it's, you know, what they're doing with McKinney and Love, and then obviously last week with Belton going that three safety look. Yeah. You know, he basically had McKinney was basically like a linebacker. Julian was like a, and I talked to Julian about it. You know, he's basically like a linebacker. He's coming one play. McKinney's coming another play. You know, they got McCaffrey last week. So, all right, we're going to game plan. I, I, and, dude, this is what you have to love about coaching. You Coaching's huge in this league. You can't just go out there and go, okay, well, this is what we do on defense, so that's what we're going to do every week. No. Yeah, right. Because that that's that's how you let a guy like McCaffrey kill you. Yeah. Right? So it, it'll be fascinating to see a wink has, you know, what he's going to dial up this week because now, you, you know, you got they got kind of like a two-headed monster there with Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard. And now they're getting Michael Gallup back, which is huge. Yeah. That's going to be huge for the Cowboys. You know, they got three pretty good. Obviously, we know C.D. Lamb, Gallup, and Noah Brown's playing well for them too. So it's going to be quite a it's going to be quite a challenge. But you know what? We come back with boom, Thibodeau and Aziz. Well, we don't know if we're going to get out of Thibodeau. It's his first game. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But we do know what we're going to get out of Aziz. He played last year. He had eight and a half sacks. So we I'm do more know. excited about Aziz coming back than Thibodeau. Yeah, he, you know, so we do know we're getting at Aziz. Yeah. Um, so I expect more pressure um, on Cooper Rush. I expect they give they're going to give Cooper Rush all kinds of different looks, and it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting one, bro. It really is. So, it's going to. So be let let's start off, I guess, with our defense versus their offense, right? Their line. Um, mm-hmm. Look, it, it, it it's it's. Different. It looks a lot different than it has in, in years past. But you still have the stud Zach Martin, the monster. Uh, Beatish is in what his second or third year. Yeah, yeah. it's a guy we want. I think it's his second year. Um, and uh, Tyler Smith, like he's he's playing better than, you know, playing better a little better than we thought he would. Filling in for uh, uh, what's Tyron, Tyron Smith? Smith. Yeah. Tyron Smith. Yeah, sorry. I, I read his name and I'm like, oh yeah, that's he's been. Oh no, a different guy. Yeah. So Tyron Smith. Um, their line is still like a force to be reckoned with. It just seems like some names may change, but you know, they're still one of the best in the league. No. Um, let's put it this way. They're still very capable. Yeah. I, I think they've been knocked down from that bet. You know, one of the best in the league now, but you also, they're not tomatoes. Right. You know, right. Uh, I mean, so, you know, Terrence Steele's playing pretty well, right tackle. Their, their weak link right now is left guard with the rookie. Uh, yeah. He's getting beat up, and that's where Leo being out kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Now, is you he know. definitely out, or is it 50 Leo? Yeah. I I would say he's out, yeah. Okay. Now, Leo, I would never put anything past Leo, hmm. but, you know, he was out yesterday. I saw him in the locker room. His limp got a little bit better from when I saw him after the game. Yep. But I don't expect him, Jerry. No, I don't. Now, you know, Dable talked about, you know, I'm not counting him out. This guy's a fair seal. And, and it's true because I already saw him. He was limping pretty noticeably after Sunday's game. And then yeah. I saw him doing a week in the locker room. And, and he's got barely. So what I mean by that is that, hey, look for him against the Bears. I could see him playing next week against the Bears. Right. So what was it, like a two to four week deal? Might only be two. That's how fast okay. Leo heals. Am I going to, you know, look, am I going to count him out for sure Monday night? No, we'll see tomorrow because they're yeah. off today. They're just doing a walkthrough today. Tomorrow they're going to have the last practice and the final game injury report comes out tomorrow, obviously because the game's Monday. So, mm. uh, but I don't expect Leo. But I tell you what, dude, and nobody's Leo. And I'm going to say this again. And I know people get down to Leo Williams because you know he might not have the uh, big time stats during the game, but he does so much, Jerry, so much on the field. Right. And and that's not going to be easily replaced. Now, DJ Davidson, Justin Ellis, they'll, they'll jump in there. I really like this DJ Davidson. I really do. But they're not Leo Williams. So that's going to hurt. Yeah. Especially because, you know, their left guard, their rookie left guard, uh, their second year left guard is really struggling. Okay? Because McGovern's right. out. So, but the kid Tyler Smith, their left tackle, you know, kind of a guard they thought, they, they put him out of tackle. And and, and he's he had a pretty good game. I watched him last week and I was like, whoa, this kid, this yeah. kid's had it. 
He's playing well. You know, he's yeah. playing well. So him and Steele, and of course, the Notre Dame kid, Zach Martin, we all know his story. He's going to Hall of Fame. Phenomenal. You know, and and, and badass as a center, you know, um, playing all right. So the point yeah. being, Jerry, is that we all, we all know the Cowboys the last seven, eight years have one of the better offensive lines in the game. No question asked. Are they there right now to say, hey, they're one of the better lines? No, I'm not going to go to yet. You still got the left tackle, left guard struggling. You know, they got the kid left tackle and all that. Um, but a very capable offensive line. Play well, coming off a pretty good game. I think they gave up only one sack to the Bengals last week. Yeah. Um, and, and it gave Rush some time at times when he needed it. Um, they made some throws there at the end, Rush. Um, so they get him in field goal position. So... Still a pretty decent line uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, now, uh, Dalton Schultz, he's going to be questionable for this game. They're tight end. Yep. We'll see after tomorrow's report how that works out with him. And yeah. C.G. Lamb and Michael Gallup obviously you know, pose a problem, Jerry. So we'll see how that works out. But I, 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 I like – look, Aaron Robinson is going to be out again. And Cordell Flott, who I thought, okay – and so, see, this is why getting back in a locker room is big, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, see, I thought Fabian Moreau replaced Cordell Flop because he gave up that touchdown and it, maybe they won't. Although I said it, the kid played pretty well. I know he gave up the touchdown, right? Listen, all pros go touchdowns. I get it. I'm just saying. I thought maybe Moreau. But then you find out that, and Flop told me this, it, you know, as I interviewed Cordell, Cordell the other day, he told me, he goes, yeah, I was kind of, you know, I, man, I didn't expect it to be that high. I was cramping. I, I right. was cramping up at times. Yeah. You know, and which I then broke his chops about. I said, dude, you played at LSU. How the hell are you cramping up? The, <laughs> That's you know, great. You know what That's I mean? Great. And, yeah. and, and he goes, you know, he goes, <laughs> well, he goes, That's, he looks at me. Uh, and you're going to see this in the next giant inside of uh, everybody. <laughs> nice. And he looks at me, he laughs. He goes, yeah, that is kind of an interesting question. <laughs> he goes, but... For some reason, the heat got to me, you know, he goes, and then I find out that it actually got to Dory Jackson, too, Sunday. He says it was so yeah, he was, there was a point. there was a point in the game when he was stretching on the field, yeah. Yeah, he was cramping up. His feet yeah. were burning for the turf was that hot. You know, he talked about that, you know, and so this is the things, you know, sometimes you find out some things about, you know, uh, well, you know, I was just like, oh, Wink put Moreau in there. He doesn't really trust the flock in the second half. It was, yeah. it wasn't so much that. It was that flock was cramping. Fabian played pretty decent and got in there. He made a huge tackle, as we all know, last week. Yep. And that's the way it is. But this, you know, this coaching staff, um, they're going to play who's playing well and who's practicing well, man. I think we'll see. You know, we'll get into that when we get to the offensive yeah, side yeah, of the ball. Yeah. You know, um, but look, Cordell, I expect Cordell and Fabian Moreau, obviously, mm. to be on the outside. Um, now, slot, I'm concerned about. Well, why is that, Chris? Well, I'm not confident in Donnie Holmes in the slot. And C.D. Lambs are lining up at a slot a lot. Okay? Yeah, he has. That's a good point. And that's going to be one of the key matchups of the game because Cooper Rush is going to be looking for that slot. Everybody is. And the first two teams have. Uh, now, Donnie played a little bit better last week. He obviously was toasted pretty good that first game, holding calls too. So, so that's going to be a key matchup. Gallup on the outside, he's good, dude. You know, Michael Gallup can yeah, play, bro. We know that. Coming, coming back from an injury, though, I, I mean, concerned about that? or I mean, is that... No. Is that no, okay. Am I concerned about it? No, he's 100%. Yeah. No. Now, Jerry, maybe a little rust here and there. Yeah. But, dude, no, you know, if he's 100, he said he's 100%. He's a full practice this week. So I expect the Michael Gallup that we've seen, and that's a guy that could hurt you. Because yeah. I'm more concerned about, I think you kind of tweeted it the other day, sort of, Pollard. I mean, yeah. obviously more concerned about Pollard than Ezekiel Elliott, but the running game, like, I, that scares the crap out of me. That, that, that yeah. if Dallas is going to win this game, they're going to run on the Giants. So I, I, yeah. I'm way more concerned this game, at least, with uh, the opponent's running game. But yeah, they are dangerous in the passing game as well. But um, I mean, Pollard seems to be—he's not number one, but he's like whatever whatever thing he's, you could give higher than one A. He's an right? excellent. I mean, he's, yeah, he, yeah. So and he's a chunk guy. You know, he can hurt yes. you. He'll get he'll right. get those chunk yards, bro. Right. And he's a nice compliment to Zeke who. Look, Zeke doesn't look like the same Zeke. Okay, right. he's got a lot of you know a lot of wear and tear on those legs. Now right. I'm not discounting Zeke. I'm not saying oh well, we're not concerned about him at all. You know, yeah. but yeah. this is what I'm concerned about, dude. 
Um, I'm concerned about like Elliot getting 70 yards or 80 yards and Pollard getting 60, 70 yards right. too. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the, and then Pollard could hurt you out of the backfield, you know. Yep. That's yep. going to be some of the key matchups in this game. That, you know, because, I, you know, I watched the first two Dallas games and I said, well, you know, this freaking Pollard, man, he's more of a problem than Zeke right, right. now, you know. Yes, he is. Yep. And, and I think, you know, obviously Winky's got to be aware of that and he obviously is going to be aware of it. Uh, and that's going to be one of the key things. So, and, and like Cooper Rush is a guy, look, he's a backup for a reason. We know that. But Looks he's, way better than I thought he would, though. But he's not week. a tomato. I think he. No. The guy wins games when he starts. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was impressed with him last week, Jerry, when he had to make some throws against the Bengals and get and get him in field goal range. You know. Right. Yeah. So, and the Cowboys have owned us. Let's face it; they think they've won nine of the last ten, dude. You know. And they gave him time. Um, yeah, I, I he he was a lot better than I thought. Uh, I was expecting the Bengals to not be zero and two and to go in there and win. I think we both picked them. Um, not that the you know the Bengals have so many problems on their offensive line, oh. um, but yeah, Joe Burrow has been a little careless as well. So anyway, not the, we're not talking about the Bengals, but it was it was an impressive victory I thought by the Cowboys and, and Cooper yeah. Rush played way better, way better um, than mm-hmm. I than I thought he was going to. Um, with Dalton Schultz, sure, uh, Dalton Schultz questionable. Mm. Um, what do they play in the rookie Jake Ferguson? Oh, I don't know. We're, we're gonna have to see. That's all they have. Any idea? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, it, yeah. it seems like whatever whoever lines up as a as a cowboy tight end, you know, kills us, right? And obviously, the yeah. biggest one was Jason Witten, but um, you're gonna know. have to go. With the, <laughs> you're gonna have to go with the kid. Yeah. You know, we're we'll looking for, for the things you got to worry about. Like, obviously, the running game and and a, and a new tight end from Dallas just becoming a freaking star. Yeah. Uh, in, in front of a national televised audience and on Monday Night Football. Um, well, right. not, you know, Cooper's not going to sit back there, you know, face four-man rushes too, like Anna Rumo was that's doing true. last week. You that's know, Wink, right. Wink's going to go after him. Yeah. Now it's going to be, could the Giants get there, and can they cover on the back end when they go after him? You know? Yeah, right. It's going to be keys, bro. Some of the keys of this game. No question and, about it. And you mentioned it before, um, the running the, – I'm worried about the running game, and you said, I don't want to see, like, 70 and 60 and split yeah. up like that. Right, and, right. You know, Leonard Williams, like, this is why Giant Ooh. fans are going to appreciate him more – because, yes, he doesn't have the number. Like, you, you look at the stat sheet and you say, oh, he had three tackles. Only three tackles, right? But in a game like this, this is where you potentially could really, really miss him. Because he's he's a very good two-way player. And this is the game that you hope that his absence, if he's not there, doesn't come back to bite us. But it's going to be, like, it's, it's going to be, he, he seems like a very underappreciated giant. Even if, unless he's getting 10 sacks, people just kind of say, well, you know, we, we traded for him and we paid too much. He's good, but he's not that good. Well, this week, we're really going to see how good he is. So, yeah. 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 You know what it is, Joe? He makes so much money and you automatically look at the stats. Oh, come on, he's nine sacks, 10 sacks. Right. And, I, and, I, and I get it. He, you know, he had a big couple of years ago. But I'm, all I'm saying about Leo is that he just does so much that yeah. doesn't show up on a stat sheet, you know? And Agreed. things like that might be missed Monday night, yep. you know? Um, yep. So. Um, guys, we'll be right back after this. Hang on one second. And we're back. All right, Chris, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I was saying. You know, the guys like Leo. So that'd be interesting. I, look, I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to come out and put 28 on the board. I really don't. I think they're going to be around that 17 range, like last week against the Bengals, 17 to 20 range. Um, and then now, so now it's going to be up to the Giants who, look, the offense is going to have to do some things, especially if they get a few turnovers. Hopefully the Giants' defense gets a couple turnovers. I think they're going to need a couple in this game. So what are the Giants doing offensively? Well, you know, it's basically Saquon and good luck, right? That's where we're at. Um, wow. The receivers, I mean, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, look, <laughs> if I told you Richie James would be the best receiver, Going into week three, what would you tell me back in the summer? Two and 15. That was what I'd say to you. Two and 15. Right. I mean, but Richie James and Sterling Shepard are the two most trusted receivers by Daniel Jones. Can't have that, dude. Galladay, Tony, and we thought this was going to be an explosive unit. And it's been anything but. Well, why is that, Chris? Well, folks, you know, when you're running routes, 
or you're not separating, or you're not even running the right routes, or Daniel can't trust you to be in a spot, whatever it might be, that affects the whole offense. You know, it's Kadarius Tony, he's hurt again this week, hamstring. Looks like he's gonna play it all, you know. Uh Galladay, look, let's let's get into the Galladay since we're Yeah, in the we offense. have to talk about the Galladay thing. Yeah. Now we all know what Galladay he he expressed some disappointment, some frustration. I was right there. I was a couple of times when he said things, Jerry, I opened my eyes. I was like, oh, oh, God, that's not going to go over well, you know? Yeah, yeah. That being said, Galladay wasn't trying to be a punk. Yeah. He wasn't trying to be like a, a rabble rouser, trying to stir up the locker room and all that stuff. He was just expressing his frustration. Yeah. Now, me personally, and I'm sure Brian Dable, I'm sure – they would rather him express it in another way to the coaching staff and not to the media. We right. know that. There's no way Dable liked that. Sure. Of course, Dable, the next day, is like, well, I love a guy that's competitive or wants to play more. It happens. You can't have 53 happy guys. Well, that's just an example of Dable, of course, knowing the questions that were coming. Yeah. But there's no way Dable was happy with that. You don't want one of your players telling the media, I don't know why I'm not playing. <laughs> but do you right? think he, in a way, expected it? At some point, just because the Galladay makes a lot of money, he's a high-profile player who hasn't done anything. Do you think that he thought, well, this is eventually going to come out? Do you think he thought that way at all, or no? You talking about Dable? Yeah, but he. Um, at, at, I'm at sure some he expected going to happen. I'm sure it didn't surprise him. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But still, same point. I'm sure yeah, he wasn't sure. happy. Yep. You know. And of course, folks, a UPS guy pulls up as me and Jerry have. <laughs> Taping a podcast, and my dog is barking. I mean, that, that's it. That's expected, right, folks? I mean, so anyway, getting back to Galladay. Look, he said, I, "I was surprised, Jerry." You know, um, but he was he's frustrated. Yeah, um, no question. Um, but you have to practice well. Yeah, during the week, and you have to get the trust of the quarterback to be in the right spots and all that stuff to play in this offense. Right. It's it's not the most complicated offense, but it isn't, you know, just three hook routes and offense either. Right. We okay. There's certain yeah. schemes. We talked about freedom routes. Mm-hmm. When you run freedom routes, depending on what the defense is doing, well, you and the quarterback better be on the same page. Right. And if you're not, that's that's a problem. So Richie James is a type of receiver that he always does the right thing. He's always running the right route. Interesting. Okay? He's yeah. just very smart. Okay? When he's supposed to be in a window on his own, he's in a window on his own. As you saw last week. Yep. He has Daniel Jones's trust that he's always going to be where he needs to be. And that's why he's leading the team in receiving, Jerry. Yeah. And yeah. Shep. Yeah. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, dude. I mean, I'm not surprised by the Galladay thing, not that he spoke, but the way this is playing out based on everything you were saying over the summer, kind of. Like, he's just... Yeah. Galladay doesn't look good. You know, he's not getting separation. Yeah. Um, that's aside from the, the mental part of it, but it just seems like a guy. the guy hasn't had stats since what, Chris? 2019, really. Yeah, it's and it's 2019. three years later. And he had an injury in 2020. We signed him a huge deal. Didn't work out last year. And here's this is what, this is what we have with him. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a, a big drain on the cap that we can't get rid of. I'm not stunned by any of this. I wouldn't be stunned if I we didn't see we saw 10 percent of the of Galladay playing the rest of the season. So, yeah, um, look, he's going to have to you know earn, look. Dable and Joe Shane they get together before every game and they talk about what the 53 is going to look like for that. Uh, excuse me, the 46 is going to look like for that game. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's, you have to earn your playing time with Brian Dable. Like, this isn't their guy, Jerry. Right, right. And John Mara is not calling up. I know a lot of people are not going to believe this, but John Mara is not calling up Joe Shane and Brian Dable going, hey, I'm paying this guy $72 million. I want him targeted eight times. I want him playing 60 snaps. Do you understand me? I'm the owner. I'm the owner. No. That's not what happens here. Now, does John Mara ask questions like, hey, you know, what's going on here with my 72 my money. 
you know, it is 72 million. <laughs> right, right. Now, John Mavis is the type of owner. Does he X Brian Dable and Joe Shane? Guys, what's going on here? I'm paying I mean, you can't his, blame him. Right. I'm paying this dude 72 million. Could you tell me why he's getting two snaps? Yes, John does that. Yeah. Of course he does that. And that is, that's his right. And that's his right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. He's selling at the money. Yeah. Him and Tish, so they want to know what the F is going on. Yeah. Now, when Brian Dable and Joe Shane tell him, well, you know, we're doing this this week against, you know, we're going to, we're not happy with this, maybe, but we're going to, John Mavic goes, okay, you know, all right, I, I need any answers because I'm paying the dude $72 million and Brian Dable. So John Mavic doesn't get involved in that stuff. He doesn't say, well, no, I don't give a shit what you tell me. I want him out there and I want him talking because if that was the case, folks, well, Galladay wouldn't be playing two snaps in a game. That being said, Jerry, do I expect Galladay to be a little more involved this week? I heard he had a you know, pretty good week of practice. Yes, I do. I do expect mm-hmm. him to see a little more involved. But the two guys right now that Daniel trusts the most is obviously Shep and Richie James. He trusts Sills too, though, no? S- Sills is a guy that is doing the right thing where he needs to be. Um. And yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm glad you brought that up because yes, he does have a trust factor with him. Yeah, okay. And that's why Sills played last week. You know, right. they wanted to do some right. things against them. Yeah. Um, but hey, now that doesn't mean they can't get you know everything rolling. This is week three. It was you know, Kadarius looks like he's going to go again. He's going to play, and and Galdi looks like you know he had a pretty solid week of practice and what they need to get him going. And because man, we were all talking about and Wandell obviously is out with the knee. All right, so we we can't even include Wandell with this. He's out with the is, knee. Is that still day to day? Is that all they say about him? He's not playing Monday. I know, but the, is it just still? Oh, he's day to day. Is that the response? Well, that's Dable's response, Jerry. Yeah, you know, okay. I mean, I mean, the guy the guy could have two broken legs, and Dable go, hey, he's day to day. You know, okay. right. that's Dable. He doesn't like to talk about it, you know, and guys always ask him, "What do you?" And he just laughs about it, Dable from that Belichick saving tree, man. There you know, it is. Stay today, and, yep. and uh, but you know, but Wandale is not going to play Monday. You know, I so. saw he did laugh about uh, Kayvon when they asked him. Kayvon is easy. Goes, what do you think I'm going to say, guys? Day to day, right? He has fun with it, Dable. You know, yeah. Yep. Um. So, um, so Wandale, we're going to put him aside for now because you know yep. he's out. So, mm-hmm. hey, a unit that we thought was going to be very explosive has not turned out to be explosive at all. It's been yeah, basically we Saquon. The possibilities there too, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean it can't change as yeah. we move as the process moves along. Uh, could this be a week that uh, Bellinger does more as well? You think against this uh, defense or uh, Jerry? You know? it, it depends on what Kafka, Dable, you know. Yeah. Um, I was happy for Bellinger. Uh, yeah. He was talking to me in the locker room and, and after the first game before the. Carolina game and you know he was a little you know he, he was talking and he was a little like the first game like holy crap you know I was watching these guys on TV you know and now I'm playing against them right and then he told me he goes yeah but you know what man once we started hitting a little bit once I started blocking the Bud Dupree's he goes I realized oh yeah I belong here that's awesome I that's belong cool. here that's nice so yeah. he had that confidence you know uh, and they threw him out that little flat route you know yeah. and wasn't really he reached with two hands, Chris. He reached with two hands. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, really accounted for. Screw a lot. Yeah. And he did the rest. So yeah. the Giants have been pretty pretty much staying away from the tight ends, except when they need them. <laughs> like except yeah, right. but they but they have a wrinkle for the tight ends. You know, they have like right. Meyer. We right. saw that with Chris Myrick the first game. And then they yeah. slipped Bellinger out in the slot. And that's Hot and six. that's the and that's the you know, that's the creative mind of Kafka and Dable, Jerry, where yeah. okay. So you you I, I guarantee you're not going to be thinking about tight ends. Watch this. We're going to slip one out here on you. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's that's what you need. So um. now, the, the thing also I worry about, obviously, on the other side of the ball is their front seven. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence has made our life hell for a while, and he likes to talk in the media. And I heard yesterday he calls Daniel Little Eli as well. They called Eli Little Eli, and we love to shut him up like that. To me, you know, watching the reporters laugh in the background when he said it. Uh, that yet that exemplifies the Dallas fan for me, the cocky, arrogant, um, you know, huge star they wear around their neck. Like, oh, God. I, I Anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. See the, the hatred. I lost my train of thought. Um, but Demarcus Lawrence, the front seven, Chris, 
Obviously, Micah Parsons is absolutely ridiculous. He's battling a little bit of a cold right now. He's not COVID positive, uh, but he's battling something. Um, what the hell is that about, by the way? We'll go to Mono. He's got a little cold. <laughs> what? Know. Right? What the hell was that? Right? Yeah, and he's not positive. So what are you talking about? He's got a little cold. We can't practice with a little yeah. cold. Yeah, that's what they. Uh, I, I thought guess, that was a little. I thought that was a little strange. No. Yeah, see, I mean. He's is probably, it the sniffles? Yeah. Is it the flu? What is it? Like, he's got a cold. <laughs> right, that's a good point. But he's, like, I, I just thought that was a little weird when I read that from the Dallas report. So anyway, but he'll be playing. Look, he, look, Jerry. Look. What, can we, what can you say, bro? He's awesome. Jerry, he keeps us up a few more seasons. He's going to be in the Lawrence Taylor conversation. Yes. You get he's what already, I'm saying? He, another year or two, he's going to be in the Aaron Donald conversation, too. Like, And then it's going to be, oh, my God, is he really this good? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes. Well, right. look. I know a lot of people like to put him in Lawrence Taylor conversation now. Let's let's not get crazy. It's right. year two. He's not, you know, Lawrence was Lawrence. But all I'm saying is if he keeps this up, mm-hmm. he is going to be in a Lawrence Taylor conversation down the road. He, there's no question about it. Imagine passing on him in the draft, right? Yeah, well, wow. I know. Anyway. So, I'm sorry. Um, you have to account for him every play. And right. he lines up. All over. Dan Quinn lines him up all over. Now, so, do you see him lining up over the middle of our defense? Because that's yeah. kind of where – offense, rather? Because that might be where the weakest part is. I see him over that A gap, B gap. Glowinski's going to get a taste of him, especially yeah. he's coming off a rough game, Glowinski, you know. Boston's is going to be all, all over those gaps, bro. He'll be, in, he'll be in all three gaps, and I'm sure he'll be over the rookie, Evan Neal. Um, I loved his response, dude. Evan Neal, by the way, puts his pants on like I do. That a boy. Nice, nice response. He's a great player. He puts his leg, his pants on one leg at a time, like I do. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, Jerry. It's, it could be two interesting matchups this week with Micah Parsons against the rookie Evan Neal and our guy yeah. Thibodeau against their rookie Tyler yeah. Smith. You know, right. so it could be two interesting matchups. But Parsons is just look. He's just. Got Other four worldly. sacks already. Yeah, um, he's a wrecking ball, bro. You know, uh, you know the ex Dable about him this week, and he's just like Dable, just like he's. What can you say? He's, he's dynamic. He said he's a problem. <laughs> he's a problem. He's dynamic. Yeah. He is. He's yeah. a problem. Yeah. yeah, and they're gonna have to do something about him. You know, uh, especially when you, uh, you got Demarcus Lawrence on the other edge, who could be a problem as well. Yeah. You know, are are you worried about Deion Sanders in the secondary? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Trevon Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you. To, Trevon, am I worried about him? Well, you got to be careful because he's a turnover machine, right? He'll, he'll get yes, those interceptions. But I think he's been targeted 13 times. He's already given up 10 t- receptions and a touchdown. Yes. So he's not – look, I – coming down. He's coming down to earth a bit. Well, look, he's just not a guy that you look at and say, stay away from him, 60 minutes. Right. He's not yes, in that deal. T- you saw what Tony did to him last year on a couple of plays where he made right. him look stupid. Right. right. He's not in that Deion Sanders slash right. Darrell Revis – Class. Right. Right. I'm sorry. No, I'm being cow- sarcastic when I ask. Like, I mean, he's he's not the guy. He's Any good. Cowboy fans going to chime in? I'm sorry. He's, he's right. not. Now, is he a good corner? Yeah. Now, can he close? He's got great closing speed. Can he get, you know, is he a ball hawk? No question about it. Can he be a little physical on that corner? Yeah. I'm not saying he's not a good corner, but he's just not. He's not a Darrell Revis class, bro. We, all right, just stay the hell away from him. No. Right. You know? Right. Um. Look, Dan Quinn's defense, you know, they're fast, dude. They're going to get after it. You know, he's yep. going to be aggressive, Quinn. Always is. And they're playing well. You know, they're yeah. playing well. Yeah. And they're going to be flying to the ball. And the Giants can't turn the ball over, dude. You know, if the Giants turn over a few times, they're going to lose this game. So, uh, you know, you said something before. You see Cal- Dallas scoring 17, 20 points. Mm-hmm. I, my feeling now is if that's the case, the Giants win this game. Uh, I, I I think we can do enough to put up more than 20, 23, 24, whatever. Um, but I, if you tell me now, like if you could put it in stone, they're going to score 17 points. I feel great about that. Because um, I'm still worried about Cooper Rush. I, he looked better than I thought he would last week. And like you said, Wink's going to give him some things he hasn't seen. <laughs> and we got our two best pass rushers back. It's going to be great. But um, obviously not taking Dallas. We're in no position to take anybody lightly. And definitely not taking um, Dallas lightly. So... I think it goes without saying, but I don't think anyone out there is doing that. No, no, um, you know, 
Good. You know, reading Twitter, Giants fans, like we talked about earlier in the week, man. You know, nobody's out here like, oh, yeah, don't worry about this. You know, with Cooper Rush, we got this one. You know, you know? Yeah, That's, right. I think, you know, look, everybody's very skeptical. I know we're 2-0, but I think everybody's like, eh, okay, we're 2-0, but, you know? <laughs> you right. know? Right, right. Um, so. There was, a, there, was a meme of, there was a meme of a bunch of cartoon characters saying, 2-0 teams unite, and all these cartoon characters had the, the symbol of the team. It was, you know, Kansas City, Philly. Yeah. Um, and then the Giants jumped in and they looked at him like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> so I think it's nationally as well, dude. Right, right. Well, it's funny, Jerry, because there's a very good chance you might see that next week with three and old teams, you know? Unbelievable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so uh, it is what it is. But I think a lot of people wait, kind of waiting for the shoe to drop a little bit. But it might not, bro. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see Monday night because uh, this is a differently, differently coached team. I could definitely feel, you know, winning breeds confidence and you could definitely feel that being in a locker room that these guys in a locker room would feel like you know why are you counting us out we're, we're going to be three and oh you know what i mean we'll we're going to show we're going to show everybody monday night Love it. who's making fun of us taking receipts giant players are taking receipts robin Sala, yeah. about you know all right well nobody wants to you know nobody wants to think thinks we have a shot and nobody thinks we're going to be three and oh well you know, watch what happens Monday night. So that's the feeling I get from this team, you know. Um, anything else about this game you want to cover before we go to break and then questions? No. Um, hopefully special teams tightens it up again a little bit. Field position could be Gano. huge in this. What? Graham Gano, baby. Graham Gano. And, and you know what? Who could be really big in this game is Jamie Gillen, you know, uh, field position-wise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. And Graham Gano, look, dude, I was talking to Graham this week, you know, and you, know, you feel it, right, Jerry? Once you get in that 50 plus range, we're good. All right. Well, at least we got a field goal attempt. Uh, at least we got a field goal. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. The guy's been incredible with the Giants. I didn't feel that with Rosas or even Josh Brown. No I way. mean, it was. You know, maybe Lawrence Tynes, when it got inside 50, I thought, all right, we're, we're in pretty good shape here. But Gano is automatic when you get inside 50. It's like, all right, we got three, like you said. And if, if I remember right, Jerry, I don't think even Lawrence Tynes was that 56, 57 no. type field goal kicker. You no, know? and in fact, I remember the, the 2012 game when he had a 51 or 52 yarder uh, to kick to win it in Philly. He came up short, so he yeah. wasn't that guy. It, right. it, was, it was really interesting because I was talking to Graham at his locker this week about what went down with that last field goal. Like, how did it go? Did you tell Dable, you know, and I said, what were you good for, Graham? Because I said, I saw you kicking in pregame 57 with no problem. Right. I said, but then again, the wind wasn't really kicking up because, Jerry, there was a slight wind going in his face in that last field goal. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he told me, too. He told yeah. me. You know, he said, yeah, yeah he goes – He's like the son of a bitch and wind kicked up right at the wrong time, you know, in the fourth quarter. Nice. I said, and I, and I, I said, Grant, what were you good from? Because you know, were you good from fifties? He goes, I was good from fifty-eight. He went like that. He goes, he wow. goes, if it was sixty, I probably would have shook my head no with Dave's. Probably. I said, hmm. I said it was close. He goes, I would, it would. Because he goes like this. He goes. Only because of the win. He goes, if it wasn't a win, he goes, I'd be good for 60-something. You know, like that, you know? <laughs> and that's the way his leg is. He goes, but because of the way the wind was kicking up, Jerry, he told me that he was probably good from 58. That was around the limit only because of the win. Okay? Chris, that's amazing. Like, Big Blue VCR just put out that 81 Dallas game. And the misses that Danello had in that game from 30, 30, yeah. 22, like... You know, you used to go to a game back then, and you were probably at that game where you're yeah. like, crapshoot, whether this guy's going to make it or not. Yeah. And you have a kicker now saying, yeah, I could have made it from 60 as long as there's no wind. That's do you, insane. Do you remember Joe Danello's, like, little hook nose? Yes, yes. Well, needless to say, when we were in the stands, that hook nose was mentioned a lot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, dude, getting back to Graham, you know, that's, you know, and Dable, what, you know, McGay, he, you know, Dable, like, you know, as they were moving – you know, yeah. and Dable asked him, you know, he said to Thomas McGee, the special team, and, and, and Graham, you know, what are you good for? Tell me what, what, what's my limit here? You know, that's, that's what happened. And Graham told Crazy. him, you know. Insane. And he goes, you know, the wind could kick up a little bit in the stadium at times, you know. And I was like, Graham, you should have been in the old stadium. I'm not like that too. I said, this is nothing now in this stadium. He goes, I said, 15 mile power winds, 12 miles. That's, 
that's strong now. He goes, in the old stadium, I said, oh, my God. You know, every game right. every game in November 1 was like a hurricane. I mean, you never know what the hell was going to happen with the winds, you know? Right, right. Um, um, so, but that, that's the way. Grant felt confident. No question about it. And obviously, you know, he did his thing. So, uh, it was good to see. But, man, just it's so nice having a reliable kicker, dude. Because you know what, Jerry? Not a lot of teams feel confident in their kickers, man. And, you know, there's a lot of guys you're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. And you look, you know, even this Cleveland team, they got, they drafted that kid, you know, York, and he missed another extra point last night. That's two now for him. Could have caught, right. you know what I mean? It cost him against the Jets. Right. You know, last night it was 14 13 instead of 14 14. But the point being is that you can't be missing extra points, dude. You know, like, even though the kids got an electric leg, you saw that opening game, but. If you if right now if you're you know Kevin Stefanski and your ex well, you're 100 percent confident you kick it he's gonna you know he'll tell the media oh yeah but then he'll be off to the side like holy crap what the hell we can't, we missed two extra points here you know right right Graham Gano you don't get that feeling right dude it's like no, no, no. we're good we're good yeah. you know yeah, so we got we got this yep it's nice to have it's nice oh, to have that's what I'm saying phenomenal. so it's phenomenal. nice to know that if it comes down to that last 47 45 50 53. Yeah. Um, that you say to yourself, oh, all right, Graham's got this. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. Hang on. And we're back. All right, dude. Uh, anything else? You want to get the questions? Yeah, let's get some questions. So people, I'm sure people uh, yeah. are anxious to get some questions in there. You know, 2 and old Giants, people are pumped up and all that stuff. 2 and old Giants. Uh, I'm going to go to one asked from last week that I forgot to ask. It was a very good question. I remember from Mike Williams. I remember Chris mentioning on a previous pod that the Philly media goes crazy at MetLife when the Eagles do something good, bad, or whatever. Just curious to know, do other teams, reporters, slash media do the same thing, or is it just those dopes from down south? Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't go crazy, but I've heard them go, yeah, yeah, you know, like, like, yeah. oh, I was, oh, look at that, you know, like that, like, and which really you don't see from like the cowboy media guys aren't like that at all, you know. Right. I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing them Monday night, and they usually come with about six hundred guys, the cowboy media guys. I don't know, they, <laughs> it's yeah. like I never see so many road media guys, opposing media guys, that I see with the cowboy. I'll, I'll see like thirty of them Monday night. It's amazing, yeah. but the Eagle guys, yeah, they'll, like they don't go crazy, but they'll always, they'll be like a couple of, oh yeah, nice play, you know, something like that, which is something. Right. We really don't do up in the media booth, but yep. a couple of ego guys do, yeah. <laughs> yep. Booker Daniels chiming in. Hey, fellas, complete these two headlines based on a win or loss Monday night. The Giants defeat their opponent thanks to blank, or the Giants lost to their division rival because of blank. Yeah, the Giants, ahead. they're going to lose their division rival because of turnovers. Um, and they're going to beat the division rival? Is that the yeah. first part? Yeah. Uh, because of Saquon. Yeah, and 150 from Saquon. Who, who was this, Booker? Was this Booker, yeah. my man Booker? Booker. Yep. Yeah, um, Booker. Saquon and Wink comes up with a couple of turnovers. Uh, his unit comes up with a couple of turnovers themselves. Yeah, I think, it, I think you're right. I think it's Saquon and... Uh... You know, Giants lose because they, they turn the ball over. They were careless with the football. That's that's how it's going to happen. Uh, let's see. Michelle Collins, curious your thoughts on how they will contain Parsons and their pass rushers, especially, especially if they stack the box. Thanks for your amazing podcasts and sideline reporting. You guys are definitely the best. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, containing Parsons. Mm. Um, I mean, he's going to be lined up all over the place. I mean, yeah. the easy answer is you, you keep it back in. But when you do that, then you're taking kind of Barkley out of it. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, look, when he lines up on that seat, on that edge, when he lines up on that edge, you got to chip him. You got to yeah. be aware when he's on an edge, so you got to have to chip him. Yeah. You know, unless Andrew. I mean, if he's over Andrew, then no. Let, let Andrew let Andrew handle him. But when he's over Neil at times, you thought it, you know, you look, look you're going to have to keep that back back. If he's terrorizing the game, hmm? you're going to have to keep, you know, Saquon. You're going you're gonna to have to max protect a little bit. A tight end. Or running back, you know, you're going to get him help, dude. You know, you got to find yeah. them. Saquon could be big in this game because Saquon's not the best pass pro guy. And if Mike is coming in those gaps, you know, Saquon's got to slide over. You know, it could be a big part of this game, bro. Plus, if he's the entire offense, we want him out and free in space. But I, I understand what you're saying. Um, hunt for five. 
I love this question. Which ridiculous comparison do you expect to hear Troy Aikman make Monday night? I actually haven't been, I haven't minded Troy and Buck calling Monday Night Football, but that will definitely change this week once he compares Micah Parsons to Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Hashtag Aikman is a buffoon. Hashtag Jerry Foley win the pick segment. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be the main comparison. He'll say it a couple times. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, and maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe you better be careful because Lawrence is going to be in the building Monday night. Yeah, maybe the left tackle is just as good as Tyron Smith. They'll say something like that. Like, I, well, I, I can see, I, I can see Aikman saying something stupid like that. Oh, look, he's throwing yeah, it. They got the next yeah. Tyron Smith. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, or, Tray- or Trayvon gets a pick, and they're like, you know, who used to do that? Oh. Oh, I don't want to say anything. Oh. And he'll he'll give the laugh that he always does. Ha ha ha! Deion Sanders, and it makes me sick. Well, if, Tra- if Trayvon Diggs comes up with a play, uh, a pass defense where he closes with his speed, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. No question, Aikman is going to compare him to Dion. No question, yep. that's coming. Yeah, so that's Tell my that number right one. Now. That's my number one, guys. And watch for the laugh. He's got that annoying laugh. Um, man, I really can't stand Dallas. Adriana Ayafola with Leo out. Who's backing him up? Do you think Wink makes serious changes to the defense to make up for it? Hashtag buffoon crew. Ah, you're going to see Justin Ellis. You're going to see uh, DJ Davidson. Um, how about my boy? How about my boy Dexter Lawrence? By the way, tracking guys down. (laughs) He is playing some high level football, isn't he, Dexter? And Wink gave some uh, really uh, praise to him. Uh, I don't know if he loves him. He loves him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, It was a coordinated day. Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Oscar Nieves. I saw a bear tearing through my garbage. Then a panther came and chased the bear away. Oscar, where the hell do you live? Proceeding to tear through my garbage. Does the garbage represent the division title, the bear represent our opponents, and the Giants are the Panther, or am I crazy? A little, but I get what you're saying. Um, Let's go Giants. I don't even know how to answer it, Oscar. You're the man, buddy. Just keep doing what you're doing. But, wow, if if a bear was going through your garbage and then a Panther chased it away, I just – I need to know where you live because that's – I think he's just using that as a – Example, Jerry. I, I don't. I don't think unless he lives in the mountains of Utah. I, I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's. Just, is he using that just? As, I don't think he's in Florida. He's in Florida. Oh, there's no yeah. Panthers in Florida. No, I'm right. All right. I'll so start. I think he's just using that. <laughs> I, I think. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Good stuff, buddy. We love you, Oscar. If he went with crocodile, and uh, I'd be like, oh, you know, Oscar, Something. definitely the uh, crocodile's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... All right, Kyle Cass. Chris, do you think Aziz and Thibodeau will be on a snap count against the Cowboys Monday Night Football? Great job at the podcast, as always. Nah, I don't think I don't know about snap count, but they're not going to see sixty plays each. <laughs> right, right. You know, don't forget you got you know two other guys playing well too. It's a nice little rotation there. You know, which you yeah. had Warden X. So um, if Thibodeau plays, I expect to see him in the thirty range. Yep. You know, passing downs. Um, I don't expect to see him fifty plus snaps. Aziz, I could see you know. Same thing, 40, you know, something around there, you know. Um, we got a nice little rotation, depending on the play, depending on what's going on. You know, Wink plays different guys, man. So, uh, Drew Bees, uh, how glad are you that Trubisky chose the Steelers instead of the Giants? I don't think it would have mattered, but um, very. i obviously not a Trubisky fan. He's terrible last night. By the way, this is why I hate fantasy football. Last night I had um, Najee Harris, and my opponent had the Browns defense and it looked really good. And then on the last play of the game, Harris was credited with the fumble. Yeah. And the Browns scored. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. is why I, fantasy sucks. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine being me last night? Like, yeah. were there other combinations of fans that had that last night? Like, I'm watching the game going, oh, he's got 15 points. The Browns have four. Oh, look, we're down to 14. Now it's 10. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Najee. Great job. Dude, that's why I gave up a fantasy. It was just so damn frustrating, man. So, it's so random. Oh, my so God. So random. Right there, I would have been like, I'm done. <laughs> I, I wanted to quit for the rest of the year after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, NY Teddy. I jokingly put on a huge gold gaudy-looking chain for the Titans-Giants game, and they won. I know where this is going, and you're going to have to do it again. I've since worn it 24-7 to work, the supermarket, and to bed. I've received much ridicule over the last two weeks, but this bad boy ain't coming off the sacrifices we make. Okay. So he's just saying that's what you have to do. And anyone asking, should you wear white Monday night? I, I went back and forth on this one a bit. 
wear white over whatever you were wearing. If it doesn't work, just change it halftime, guys, if they're losing, if you're superstitious. And I, I am. So you're you know, big blue VCR even asked, like, should I wear, should I wear the, the shirt I've been wearing? Just wear white over it if you're going to the game. And then if they start losing, then, then all, all bets are off. Uh, all right, Lisa at So Bad Six. If little Eli beats Dallas, can he be called Big Eli to quote a certain Dallas defensive player? I don't think he's going to be called Big Eli, but we get your point, Lisa. <laughs> um, all right, Godfather of Brooklyn. Checking in, Chris. We haven't heard from How the long? Godfather. I know. How long before the tank commander uses Jalen Smith in a game? Specific packages early on. Yeah. Also, Chris, do you think your socks give up 61 and 62 to judge this weekend? <laughs> if I'm Corey, he's getting nothing to hit. It's not happening on my watch. Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag Paisa. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, Godfather, Alex, look, they pitched him twice last night, and Walker, yeah. Walker has had great success against them. But yes, yep, it's going to be what the game dictates. You know, it, yeah, it should be. going to go after him when there's situations you need to go after him. You know, obviously, yeah. if you don't have to pitch them, they're not. You know, right. is there any question? Judge is going to probably leave this series with 62 homers. To me, no. <laughs> The one guy that could really get him out was Michael Walker, and he's obviously can't pitch four games in a row. So, um, and, and look, I'm glad somebody brought up Aaron Judge. You know, I think yes. By the way, Godfather, Cora will pitch soon when circumstances dictate. Yep. Um, not going to just walk him four times a game. I'll tell you that right now, that ain't going right. to happen. Um, but yeah, just to get on, you know, Aaron Judge, um, the respect. I have for this young man is off the charts. Yeah. He, the way he's going about this, and folks, I, I know this is a football, but just, just quickly, because Jerry's a Yankee fan. We have a lot of Yankee fans. I like to break my chops. Kyle Johnson at Buffoon being, you know, number one. <laughs> but the way this guy is going about this with humility Folks, if you have kids in Little League, okay, high school, your parents have, you know, obviously, guy or girl, boy or girl that plays youth sports. Well, you should be looking at, you should be telling them, look at this guy 99 on the Yankees. And that's who you imitate. That's who you look up to as an athlete. Because the what he's doing, and just putting the bat down, running around the bases, none of this pimping bullshit, you know, looking up, staring at the ball, flipping no, no, bats. No, no, no bad flips, right? None of that, you know, staring at his dugout, going this, you know, none of this bull crap that they do today, only because they don't get one in the ear hole the next time up, okay? Right, right. Folks, you have kids in youth sports. You should be telling them, hey, you want to look up to an athlete? Look up to that 99 guy on the Yankees. Well said, dude. I'm a well, and everybody knows me. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. Yep. And I'll tell you what, right now, Jerry Foley, and Jerry could tell you this because Jerry talks about obviously on the side. If, when Aaron Judge hits number 61 tonight or 62 during this series, I see Red Sox fans on Twitter. Oh, we better have two together. Oh, you know, these dopes. You know, they, yeah. they act like this is life and death. You know, I tell you what, dude. When he does it against us, and he would no question he's going to do it against us, okay? I'm going to be like, well, you know what? Good for him. Yeah. He deserved it. Yeah. If there had to be one Yankee, that, and he's going to win the Triple Crown, maybe. I mean, what he's doing is I, remarkable. I actually want to... Just talk about that for 30 seconds when you're done. Yeah, yeah. Just to say, I'll let Jerry jump in. Um, I, I'm going to be happy for him, dude. I, I'm not looking at it like, oh, my God, don't pitch them. Don't let him do it against us because it's Aaron Judge. Right. If it was another obnoxious Yankee and they were all loaded with them, okay, I'd be like, no, I hope they don't. I hope they walk up. Not him, bro. Now, really, if it was really. Josh Donaldson, I'd be like, no, hit him. Hit him four times a game instead <laughs> of letting him. You know what I mean? But dude, that's that's my feelings on it. Just just yeah, a little bit awesome. because what what you're seeing in baseball is, is historic. That this dude might win the triple crown 
batting average wise, on top of what he's doing, to me, I'm a. Everybody knows me. I'm a huge baseball fan. Jerry, jump in. I'm sorry, dude. I don't. I don't no, dude, it's it's really well said, and it's nice, uh, nice job. It's a class act by you uh, as a Red Sox fan to say that. It's pretty cool. Uh, but I'll go a different direction. I have my three teams that I like: Giants, Rangers, Yankees. The smartest group are the Giants. Giant fans are. I'll put them up there with anybody. They know when to cheer. They know when to be quiet. Uh, they know the tempo of the game. They know guys where they went to college, where they were drafted, what they eat for breakfast when they have bowel movements. It's insane. Giant fans are the smartest. Ranger fans are next. Oh. Yankee, fans are, Yankee, Yankee fans are stupid. Oh, slow down part. with that. All right, go ahead. Well, they're smarter than Yankee. Ranger fans are smarter than Yankee fans. Ranger fans are overly passionate. Go ahead. I'm only picking your chops. Go ahead. Ranger fans are overly passionate like me when I say things like the league wants Sidney Crosby to win, this series is over, that kind of thing. That we're, you know. But Yankee fans are stupid. Um, you know, the other, of, of, of the three, they're stupid. Uh, the other night, Aaron Judge gets two doubles, and it's, uh, like, guys, the triple crown is so hard. Like, he's going to get 62. He's going to get 63, 64. He's not oh. going to get 73. No. So it's going to be great when he does. But the disappointment in two doubles, I mean, even I'm looking at, like, wow, look at his on-base percentage. He walked three times last night. Like, this guy's insane. Yeah. There, it's such a bigger thing for me if he can win the Triple Crown. In this day and age, when pitchers pitch 20 pitches a game and you're seeing three or four different ones the entire game, that's a huge feat, dude. Yeah. I know you're the baseball guy. But no, it's like, no, no, no. I think that terrible. is a huge accomplishment. Way bigger than, uh, than six, six two home runs is great, yeah, but yeah. we've seen it so many times. Yeah, this, A Triple yeah. Crown is, would be absurd. And look, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I want my boy Xander to win the batting title over Judge. No question right, about that. Sure. Right. He's my, my Zan is my boy. You know, I hope he right. does beat Judge out of that. But all I'm saying is that when he gets to the 62 and 60 against the Sox this weekend, I, I'm, I'm going to be happy for the guy. I, I really am because it's Aaron yeah. Judge. Anyway, getting back to football, I just thought we want to talk about that as a historic moment. Yeah, that's fine. Somebody brought the yeah. Godfather brought up the Yankees and all that stuff. Kyle yeah, Johnson, Godfather. I wouldn't even acknowledge your stupid question. I'm sure it's coming my way. Okay. Godfather <laughs> set you off on a tangent. Nice job, Godfather. Yeah, Godfather's my man. I like Godfather. Yes. Uh, Bobby L asks, do you like the Giants better than NY? Yes, we do. Um, let's see, do a couple more and then we'll do picks. Um, all right. Jason Corrigan, gentlemen, love the pod. A reasonable expectation this season was to compete and play meaningful games in December. Playoffs were outside chance. Should fans change their expectations or do we, or, or do we do a Giants fan thing and expect disappointment just over the horizon? Jason, I, I would say enjoy it as long as you can. Don't expect anything. Um, if we go three and oh. 4-0, 6-2, then you start talking about playoffs and things like that. Right. You just feel really good. Go forward, see if you can win one Monday night. Right. But, you know, let's – let's. Uh, I would say let's just keep it in perspective, that's all. Because we yeah, could be yeah. going to. Enjoy. So. Enjoy the process. Yeah. And the process yeah, right now is 2-0, right? Could be 3-0. Yep. Enjoy the process. Yep. All right. Uh, Christopher Knowles. Chris and Jerry, who are, your, who are your X factors in the game to help the Giants seal the win, offense and defense? So maybe not Saquon or, you know, yeah. well, defense, it's tougher. But on offense, who's an X-factor? Uh, X-factor in offense? I'm going to go watch for one of the tight ends, like a Daniel oh, Bellinger. Damn it. What's the matter? Yes. That was my guy. Oh, then next time go first. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't say Bellinger. Don't say Bellinger. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on defense, I'll give you one. Yeah, uh, you go. You won't, you won't be guessing him. Darnay yeah. Holmes. Darnay Holmes. Darnay Holmes. All right. Yep. yep. I could be, look, if, Don, if Darnay has a real good game, especially lining up against C.D. Lamb a lot, which could be, very well happen, uh, that, that will be a good X factor right there. Yep. All right. Pick time. Hey, dude, we're even. I thought you murdered me, and then I re-listened to the podcast, and you're only up, you only gained one last week, so we're even. Again, I probably should just quit while I'm even, but... We have to do this every week, so. Um, all right. Oh, God. Chiefs at Colts. I mean, should I even say it out loud? Come on. That's Chiefs. Colts are bad, dude. Matt Ryan stinks. What if? Right? Man, that, that was really ugly last week. Uh, based on what the, the way they look, man, Chiefs. And, and the, the Colts are now this franchise that just takes quarterbacks late, like, Philip Rivers. I mean, Carson Wentz isn't late, but they, it just didn't work with him. Matt, just guys, draft a quarterback. Draft yeah, a quarterback. Like I'm sure they're going to do that next year. Oh, my <laughs> yep. God. 
All right, uh, Texans at Bears. Yeah, Bears. yeah, I tell you, mm-hmm. that, Lovey Smith's got those guys playing down there. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Chicago at home, though. Same. Um, it started off interesting last weekend, Green Bay, then it was over after the second series. Uh, Saints at Panthers. Did the Panthers get their first win, Chris? I think they will. I like them at home this week. They lost two tough with- games. Um, yeah. Jameis is... Doing Jameis things, throwing to the wrong jersey. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to go Carolina at home. I think they're going to get their first win this week. I'm going to go Saints on the road, and the wheels are going to start coming off more in Carolina. But I. Ooh, they really will if they lose this game. A little, little more wishful thinking, maybe, but I'm going with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, uh, Raiders at Titans. Somebody's got to. Something's going to break this week, huh? Something's got to break. Um, I, think the, I, I think the Raiders in a close one. I agree. Uh, the, the Titans are, man, they look they looked exposed against the Bills, man. They're not that bad, but they looked terrible the other yeah. night. Uh, I'll go with the Raiders as well. Uh, Bengals, Jets. Oh, man. <laughs> not easy. Not easy, right? I, I, I'll go first there. I yeah, can't I see the Bengals going 0. I can't see them going 0-3. I just, I can't. I, I, they're not great, but I just can't see Joe Burrow being 0-3 and, and the Jets doing well again with Flacco. Uh, I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah, that's 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 probably the right play. Um, but there's just something but, about that offensive line. The Jets beat them last yeah, year. I know it was it's Mike terrible. White. The offensive line's horrible. Um, uh, the Jets got the momentum, Burrow. Uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go with the upset, Jerry. Uh, this is probably why you're gonna beat me this year because the stupid picks like this. But I'm gonna go with the Jets with an upset this week. Isn't even up, upset? I don't know. Jets fair? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm I not even, even sure. Know. I, I, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. The, yeah. I don't know the lines. Um, all right, you go Jets. Bills at Dolphins. That's a good game, dude. That's going to yeah. be a really good game. Yeah, lo- this is one. I'm Cincinnati's favorite. I don't know what the spread is though. Oh, okay, Cincinnati's favorite. Okay. Uh, this is what I'm looking forward to. But these Bills just look too damn good. They're missing some key guys though. But I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to go Dolphins at home. Woo! Tyreek, Jalen Waddle show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have a feeling. All right, still one o'clock. Good game for us to watch, folks. Eagles at Commanders. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Eagles in that one. I am too, and I think that uh, all 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 Philly has to do is show up on have Nick Foles show up on the sidelines close to the game with his jersey on and just watch. And Carson Wentz's brain will be, you know, macaroni by the end of it. So. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Uh, Lions at Vikings. Vikings really pissed me off Monday night, man. Yeah, no, they didn't look good at all. I think they rebound this week, though. I like the Vikings at home. Nice catch, Smith. Another fantasy guy I have. That would have been an 80-yard touchdown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go Vikings as well. It, man, I was pissed Monday. Uh, and by the way, real quick, I know we love everybody loves Jalen Hurts, but the pose, the strong pose after uh, uh, Watkins was running – free 20 yards past the defender like what, what jalen would you would you make a great throw on that play I, he's a good runner he's a good athlete i get it but that pose was ridiculous I, again i can't stand philly but anyway uh ravens at patriots last of the ones good game and just quickly give credit to howie roseman because you see what aj brown what a difference oh, he's making on offense already he fleeces everybody in trades yeah. chris fleeces so, uh, everyone yeah i mean yeah, that, that's a real good receiver. Anyway, I'm sorry, Jerry. Patriots, uh, Ravens, and Patriots. Oh, I'm Ravens gonna go. Pats. Yeah, I'm not, I don't. I don't have much confidence in this Patriot. Even Belichick. I'm gonna go with the no. Ravens. I agree. All right, four o'clock. Jaguars at Chargers. Hey, how about those Jaguars? Huh? I know. I, I, look, I said beginning of the year they're gonna be a tough out, man. They're gonna be a tough guy. They're gonna, be, they're gonna win six games, I think. Uh, but they're not gonna win this week. Chargers. Yeah, last week I was destroying Trevor Lawrence and he had a great game, uh, but I'm gonna go Chargers as well. Uh, Packers at Buccaneers. Uh, hmm. I, I think the Packers got are, no receivers, dude. Bucks yeah, got no receivers. Yeah, after one week, I think the Packers are going to start writing the ship. They're getting those young kids now on the same page with with Aaron Rodgers. You see it already starting. Um, I like the I like the Pack. Same. Rams at Cardinals. Cardinals yeah, Kyle, with a ridiculous win last week. Ridiculous win. Um, Kyler Murray was ridiculous at times. Man, I could not believe same. what he was doing. That being said, the Rams righted the ship a little bit. I think they get it. I like the Rams. 
Yeah, buddy, you, you no, like no, sounds no, like no, you no, like no. Arizona. Good. I don't. I like the Rams. I, I, Car- <laughs> it's Kyler Murray and just come on. Arizona's coming off a big win. Yeah, look at this. It's going to stay there. <laughs> two more four o'clock. I'm sorry. One more four o'clock. Two more Sunday games. Uh, Falcons at Seahawks. I'll go with uh, Gino and the Seahawks yeah. at so, home. At home. Uh, 49ers at Broncos. I like the 49ers. I, I, think, yeah. I hate to say this, okay, because a guy got injured seriously. Uh, you never want to see anybody get injured seriously. But Jimmy G being back in the saddle might might have been might be the yeah. best thing that's happened to the best this 49ers team. I agree. Yep. And I am not a believer in the Broncos. I mean, they may have the dumbest head coach in football. Well, at some point, at some point, you got to you got to question the intelligence of some of these guys, Chris. I mean, I, come on, I, man. I tell you, man, he's making some very, very bad decisions. Um, we'll see. If a, if a guy like Sean Payton says, "I want to coach," he's going to be gone. A guy like that. I, I'm just saying, man. I, I, no, I anyway. think we I think we all know where Sean Payton's going, bro. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, and funny because that's the last game we're going to talk about. Yeah, Cowboys at Giants Monday Night Football. The whiteout. Fans going nuts. Two and O Giants against one and O Cowboys. Chris, you go first. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been wrong the first two weeks of the Giants. Right, first week I said they lose. Yeah. I said they're going to lose a tough one last week, right? So uh, yes. All right, so that's good that I've been wrong. So I guess everybody's going to like this. Pick again. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one again, dude. I just think Dallas's defense is going to be the difference in this. I think they're going to come up with a few turnovers and win like a 19-16 game, 20-16, right around that range. Um, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that, that's what I'm going to go with. For me, this is the kind of game where the difference between head coaches is so big even though Dallas may have more talent, that Dable, at least right now, I mean, you know what? No, not right now. He is. Dable is such a better head coach than Mike McCarthy that I'm going to go with the Giants by a touchdown in this one. 26, 26 17 or something like that. A lot of field goals, but I just see, I just see us not doing thing, anything stupid um, and then being either predictable or, you know, Wink gets to Cooper Rush. And they don't adjust. I, I just I think Dable, the, the advantage of Dable, destroys what they have with Mike McCarthy, and it carries us. Even though again we're not as talented as they are. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hey look I picked one win I picked the loss and they won both. No, so I'm one I've, and one. So we'll I've say. lost both weeks. Um, like I said, the thing that really concerns me in this game is yeah is Dan Quinn who. You know, McCarthy has nothing to do with that defense. Quinn runs I know. That's yeah. what, you know. Now, can you rely on Mike McCarthy doing something stupid during the game that could have really helped the Giants? Timeout, right. Oh, without question. You know, Clock I, management. Yep. I just, I just, Jerry, I, I just hate to say it, bro. I just, I got a bad feeling about Dallas getting some turnovers this game. Uh, Jones sure. pick, a Jones pick, a fumble, maybe two Jones's picks, uh, maybe, a, maybe a strip sack. I just, ah, I just get that bad feeling, dude. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, Hopefully, right. I'm wrong. Good stuff. Excellent. All right, guys, we're over an hour today, so um, I hope you enjoy it. And we will be back sometime next week after the Dallas game. And it's a short week, so we may do one podcast next week. We'll figure it out. But uh, either way, we'll uh, we'll be back next week. And if you're going Monday night, guys, it's a white out again. Wear be the loud. white over what you've been wearing and enjoy it. Be loud. Uh, yes. Matt, even Matt Rule admitted last week. You know, that he said that we had some communication issues because of the crowd. Yep. So Good point. Uh, and it hasn't been loud in the stadium in a while, dude. Yep. Uh, it was loud last week, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be real loud. Uh, and so far, this team is giving you something to cheer about. That's that's the thing, right? So. Yep. And, and there's going to be a decent amount of Dallas fans there. Let's send them home early. Let's send them home pissed off. So. All right, guys, to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, enjoy Monday night. Sundays and Monday nights are Giant Days, baby. Take care, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Enjoy, everybody.